Sports, the smokescreen of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Good evening. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 297. How are we? Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah, man. And I know we have a lot to talk about tonight and a lot of things to riff on probably too, but... Yeah, and this tape ain't free, just, so... It, this tape ain't free, and I realize that... <laughs> I realize that I sometimes, you know, color outside the lines, whatever, but... Shouldn't we be, shouldn't people be more like wowed that our government has alien spacecrafts? <laughs> yes. Uh, if, if you believe that. I mean, isn't that kind of a big deal? It seems like yeah. it should be a bigger deal. Yeah. Like in the history of humanity, big deal. I mean, this isn't the first time we've been visited, though, so. I mean. I, well, probably. Well, you, clearly. Maybe, maybe that's why it's not a big deal. You don't believe it, right? I don't believe it. I think it's a psyop. Well, I mean, hey, I'm open to all the possibilities. Yeah, I've, that has that has crossed my mind. You know what, Rowdy? This is you're making an interesting point because, like, what was it? Two weeks ago, we had a guy from Missouri driving, quote unquote, driving a U-Haul into the White House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and across the park from across the White House. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which got coverage, but it really didn't get enough yeah. traction. So then. Now we got a plane that was somehow uh-huh. out of control over the. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yep. that that yep. that took the twenty-four hour news cycle about eighteen hours to clean up. So they're like, "Man, what can we do? Like, what can we do?" To and they've been slow dripping the alien thing for a while now. Yeah, this guy, it, this guy who was the the latest thing. So there was a story that came out. If you haven't seen it, there was a story that came out where, can't remember the guy. It starts with the his last name starts with a G, I think. Um, Gersh. Yeah, something like that. Some German-sounding name. Gersh or um, in- Interesting, huh? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, some guy just wants to talk oh, about yeah, space so propulsion. Yeah, in the Luftwaffe. Yeah, Colonel, yeah. Colonel Werner, yeah. Werner von Gersh. Gersh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this guy comes out and every and like in the story, it's just like, yeah, this guy's got impeccable credentials and and he's a and all this stuff about he's a patriot. He's got this strong moral compass, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. So that means he'll do whatever his uh, higher ups tell him to do or say. Oh yeah, and he's never seen the spacecraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it is it is uh, from what I've read, it's pretty much Bob Lazar's story. Yeah, which a, is because he was for those who don't know who Bob Lazar is Bob, or what his story is. He's not a patriot. Bob Bob Lazar worked for uh, Los Alamos allegedly and worked worked at well yeah there's no they, evidently he didn't even graduate from college because they can't find his college degree either. We can they, neither they confirm they nor out. deny. Yeah. But right, but then he worked at Area 51 specifically S4 where he was trying to reverse engineer a propulsion system from a UFO. Mm. And he's been telling the same story since the 80s. But you know what, Lazar, you know what? what's interesting about him and maybe why he never made any headway? Not a German. Right. It's true. Maybe that... They're just trying it. to give us something to be afraid of or 
a new it's, a new enemy. It's, it's a new it's a new a reason to it's a new reason to uh, um, be okay with trillions and trillions of dollars continuing to go to uh, black projects and right. who knows what with no oversight. So right. Um, That's a good argument. I don't know. I like it. I'm not. I don't. I, I don't. I don't buy it. Aliens. I don't buy it. But what did it feel like when it came out, though? That that we should. There was. It was. Well, we kind of heard it before. But was right? it couched as concern as this is this is danger? Also, the way that this came out, it didn't come out uh, because this German American patriot felt like. <laughs> the American people needed to know. It came right. out because he said that his higher ups. It was a first. It was a whistleblower uh, filing, and said mm-hmm. that that people were lying to Congress. But the story came out because he had to uh, publicize that he was there was uh, retaliation against him, and as a legal whistleblower, he had certain protections. So the mm-hmm. only reason that it came out is this guy felt like his uh, his career was being hindered because of yeah. what he did. Oh, it's not well, like see, he that, was. It's not like he came out he's... like it was some sort of like he had some moral responsibility to tell anyone. It was yeah. in his own self interest that this yeah, see, any that of this happened to me that he's an American and not a German. <laughs> right there, that... ambition, self importance, <laughs> self serving. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's America, baby. <laughs> it's yeah. all. I'd rather think about. I, it I, and also, than... here's the, here's the other thing. I think they were okay. waiting on, you know, because everyone's like, oh yeah, why why is this all coming out now? Well, why? Look at what we can do with AI images and videos and everything else. Like, mm. they can Ooh, fake anything yeah, and make it believable. So yeah. I don't know. It's all, and now we have the Vision Pro for $3,500. Yeah. Pretty soon they'll be Super giving cool. those away. And the Eastern Eastern North America is on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are looking Yeah, I mean, up. that that may be partially why uh, the alien thing is not making a bigger splash is because um, the Earth is dying. So Everybody on the Eastern <laughs> seaboard, seaboard has to whine about a little smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe. Are you trying to turn army. this into an East Coast, West Coast rivalry? I mean, it's, yeah, I'm not turning it into anything. It's there. I didn't hear <laughs> right. Portlanders, and exactly. Portlanders and Seattleites or whatever they're called uh, crying in their beer like this. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Yeah. He's doing two things, Rowdy. He's putting out dots. You can connect them if you want to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all he's doing, yes. he's just asking you, think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. I've I've thought about it. (laughs) Those pictures of New York are wild. They are. Yeah, big city sent us some crazy. It looks like it looks like uh, we're watching the Mexico scenes in Breaking Bad or something. Oh yeah. Somebody put the somebody put the Mexico filter on the camera. Filters on there. Yeah, the yellow filters on there. Uh, The one good thing about this happening in New York is that it will probably be more impactful than. Uh, maybe in some kind of uh, environmental stuff be- over what happened in Portland and Seattle a few years back because, you know, now the coastal elites are being affected, not just those mm. filthy hippies on mm. the West Coast. 
Yeah, trying to in, in their anarchist uh, liberation yeah, zones. you know, Antifa over there mm-hmm. getting smoke bombed. Who cares? But <laughs> in the Big Apple, uh-uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, not the capital of capital. <laughs> right. Not not Wall yeah. Street itself. You can't even see the bull on Wall Street anymore. This ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Well, very nice. All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's just. We do got it. a we lot. Got so much. To, we've got a lot to talk about, guys. We've finally been blessed. Uh, the lamestream media has finally allowed us to capture some stories on a Wednesday when normally they wait until Thursday for the big yeah. Thursday. That's true. Right. That's true. But yeah, it but, is. But this week we got some. We got some real meaty, meaty meatballs. Is that a saying? You got some real heavy meatballs there? Is that a saying? Some real saucy meatballs. (laughs) There it is. That's what it is. is. Uh, Spicy. How about that? We got a spicy meat, a couple spicy meatballs. Hot and spicy. Uh, So go ahead. Take a second. Hit that subscribe button. It's going to be a good one. Comes out every week. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. Wake up. How about some sports? I'm I'm awake, baby. Uh, Because... Uh, we're about to talk golf, our favorite sport. Mm, the elite um, sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this headline, this is a pretty good headline. PGA lives. Oh, that's good. Did you write mm. that? Uh, I, I think that was Reed. It. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, Rowdy. You go, said, no, you go ahead. You well, go. Before, I just want to point out that you said before the show started, that you've been spending a lot of time researching this and watching videos about it. It makes so. me excited, but it also kind of hurts my heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, I, I did it, this to him. We did yeah, this we did to it. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah the thing him. is, we it's not him. that I love golf. It's, it's that I love the Saudis. It's, it's that I dislike <laughs> Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. <laughs> That's not and a his sponsor. stupid grin. Not yeah. a sponsor. Because you've got in, you've gone in on this with the WWE too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So you've got some. So go. For yeah. It. So uh, well, I mean, basically, uh, Saudi blood money uh, has been used to uh, essentially purchase the PGA. Um, that that's not how it's being framed. Um, it the being way it's framed? being framed is that it's not live. It's not the live tournament. It's the uh, the PIF, uh, the public investment fund, which is. <sighs> Saudi Arabia's uh, checking account. Uh, yeah, checking yeah. account. Six hundred um, billion dollar with a B billion dollar checking account. Yeah. Um, so they uh, so live uh, so this the PIF used their petrodollars to essentially uh, combine join forces is the way it's being framed um, with the PGA. Uh, PGA, there's going to be some, we don't know the details of it because all the golfers actually just found out at the same time this news broke. So no one, no one really knows what's, what exactly is going to happen, but, um, the, um, the PGA live, um, what, there are a couple other, uh, DP world tour. Yeah. DP. Yeah. So these are all going to combine in one entity. Um, and I think Pat Monahan, who's currently the chairman of, of uh, 
the PGA, which is a 501c6, they're going to turn this into a four, they're going to spin out, they're going to keep the 501c6, but they're going to spin this out into a, a, a for-profit entity, um, which will include, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, guy from the, uh, f from the, the public investment fund from Saudi Arabia. Um, oh, his name and is... I've got his name here if you want. Yeah. Yasir al-Rumayyan. Yes, Yasir, Yasir. That's right. Yasir al-Rumayyan. Mm -hmm. The governor of Saudi Arabia's public investment bank. Now, Rowdy, yeah. what, makes you, what makes you say blood money? Is it the bone saws, the box cutters, the <laughs> yeah, well, in Yemen? What are we talking about here? I mean, let's uh, let's go back and just, you know, we've let, let's like... Look at the words of, of Pat Monahan himself. All right. Um, Let, let's let the man who made the deal yeah. educate us on why exactly he <laughs> wants to get in bed with the Saudis. Yeah. What what is this um, about, Rowdy? Anything? Well, in in, sep in September of 2022, well, uh, Monahan said uh, he accused Saudi Arabia of using quote astronomical sums of money. Uh, to use the live players and the game of golf to sports wash the recent history of Saudi atrocities. Um, and he also brought up, you know, the, the fact that, um, well, he, he actually said um, he knows several 9-11 families and um, mm -hmm. basically brought that up as, as a way it was just like, essentially saying like, you know, uh, it's it's not just about keeping these golfers in the PGA Tour. It's about you know um, not wanting to be embarrassed to admit that you. Uh, he actually said, um, "I think you'd have to be living under a rock not to know there are significant implications." I would ask any player who has left or any player who would consider leaving, "Have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour?" Um, so, and he specifically mentioned these, these 9-11 families that he, that he knew and, and brought up Saudi Arabia's involvement in, um, the 9-11 attacks, not to mention, um, the, uh, bone saw dismemberment of, uh, Jamal Khashoggi, the, right. uh, Washington Post, uh, journalist who was, uh, killed, the uh, on the orders of Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, who's still still grinning, um, it's but yeah, things have changed now. So right, things have yeah, changed. Right. So now Monahan says this is this is good. This is this is a good thing. This is good. You know, it's 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 not just good for the PGA. It's good for the entire sport of golf. Bringing you know all all of this under one roof. Um, yeah, it's just it it and we have to we have to also consider that this is good for you know the the younger generations, um, you know all those people who we, we saw the the viewership numbers of people who were just um, you know couldn't couldn't basically had the CW just burned into their TV screens because they couldn't stop watching uh, the live tournaments <laughs> yeah, that yeah, uh, the Saudis paid, paid to have on the CW. Paid to put on CW. Yeah. Right. No, the, the ratings the ratings for the live tournaments were terrible. Yeah. Nobody cares about the live tournament. So this is not, yeah, this is not being done. Um, this is not being done for 
you know, the future generations of golfers or anything. This is, uh, yeah, this, this is, isn't a typical business merger where you're no. buying the competitor or something, right? Like, right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and technically, uh, Monahan is still going to be the CEO of this new entity. Um, but Yasir from the PIF is going to be on the board and, and because the Saudis will be, massively funding this entire entity i mean who's controlling the purse strings it's the saudis so what what actual power will monahan actually have what actual so so the pga can still say oh yeah we're you know we're in, you know we're kind of steering this ship but um yeah, but at the end of the day, I, I watched a uh, an interview with Rory McIlroy, who said that he felt like a sacrificial <laughs> lamb. Listen to the words he's oh, saying. Oh man, I know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it, and it, it's like uh, so. Rory McIlroy essentially he, he, was like he says it. Here's the thing that that strikes me is he says yeah. the name. Not only is he saying it correctly this time, right? But he's he doesn't say. Rory McIlroy, who is apparently a golfer, and he's part yeah. of the. He's no, like, I know, like who, he, I know who he, he is because my like, my wife my wife actually met Rory McIlroy. Oh, really? My wife, yeah. When uh, there was a photo shoot for, uh, I think TaylorMade here in town, mm-hmm. and so she was. They had different golfers set up for like photo shoots at different holes. So I think she was at Rory McIlroy's uh, hole. So she got to uh, damn Rory McIlroy ba- basically be his sti- his stylist for the photo shoot. Man. So um, so there's a family. I feel like you know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so what did Rory say? What does your buddy Rory say? So my family family friend Rory McIlroy. Um, <laughs> so he he essentially was like you know. Yes, it's better that all, you know, all golf will be under one umbrella. If I, he's like if I remove if I remove my personal uh if I remove myself from from this and my personal, you know, feelings from all of this, at the end of the day, it's better that we're all coming together under one umbrella versus, you know, continuing to battle this out in in court and everything else. Um but he's like, you know, this the writing was on the wall. He's like the you know when when this essentially saying when the Saudis have more money than God, this was inevitable. Right. And he's like you know you see what's happening in other sports, in soccer. Uh, Saudis also tried to buy F one. He's like down the road they'll probably you know we're gonna see them involved in more and more sports. Um, but he's like they've got so much money. He, he's he, he's essentially like there's just no it, it's just inevitable it's not that he likes it um but it's like what can you do right i mean they've they've got the money and they're going to use it and so the he, the the way he kind of framed it was the only consolation is that with the pga still sort of steering the ship rather than all this money just being poured in to live and being combative against the PGA there, the PGA will at least have some say in how this massive amount of money is, is used. But, but at the same time you look at the crazy thing is you've got golfers like Rory McIlroy, which the rumor was that, that the Saudis wanted to pay him like 500 million tiger woods i think they said 800 million so um 
you know, God, that's a lot of money. Like nine nine figures that these guys walked away from on principle, and now what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And he even said he's like people asked him in this press conference like, what do you think about like you know, was it Phil Mickelson and and uh, Bobby Rochambeau, Rochambeau and and all these other uh, <laughs> yeah, all these other he's traitors? Back. He's back. He's yeah. back. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baba Rochambeau. Um, <laughs> yeah, all these guys who are essentially traitors. Um, he's like, someone asked him, you know, do you think they should be welcomed back? And he's like, no, I don't. There should still be consequences for these guys. Um, and, uh, and, and then somebody else asked him, like, well, do you think that these, you know, the people who on principle said, you know, essentially, we don't want to take your blood money. And walked away from, I mean, some. I, I can't remember the player that they mentioned, but there was there was one player in, in another uh, thing I was listening to where they were saying, I think I think this guy was offered like five fifty million or something like that, and he turned it down. And since then, his game has actually gone south. And so they're like. That was a that would have been a one once in a lifetime windfall for him. Like he's right. not going to get anywhere near that amount of yeah. money. And so it's like, well, what do you do for these guys who on principle said, no, we're not gonna take your blood money? And so someone was like, Do you think it, it would be fair if if you if you and these other players received that same amount of money? He's like, Yeah. But how is that gonna happen? Like <laughs> Right. Realistically, that's not going to happen. So, do you guys? Um, see I, I don't know. It's it's just wild. Do you see any irony in this deal that this is a total capitalistic move? Just oh, in the opposite I way. Don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see any irony. I think it's just like this well, is that the Saudis is, are just like, hey, we'll use your own system to do what you've been doing to everybody else. Watch oh. this. We'll just outspend you. We'll just put well, the hampers yeah. on you. Yeah, but they weren't. It was. It's weird because I don't know that they've outspent the PGA. Well, they, the, the according threat. to this, exactly according to this, they in 2022 they spent two billion dollars to stand up the LA, the live tournaments and uh, promote them, etc. Et they yeah. made zero dollars on that. The threat, yeah. uh, perfect word for it. The threat is uh, like the Michael Scott Paper Company right. uh, <laughs> gift that was going around. It's not worth anything, and we'll just keep making it right. not worth anything. We'll just right. keep going. It's a loss leader, and we don't care. Because the the PIF is worth $600 right. billion, right. and growing every day, they can continue to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one PGA Tour player uh, speaking under, you know, not a colleague of ours, not a colleague of Rory, possibly. Not a family speaking, friend of mine. Speaking anonymously. It's insanity. The LIV tour was dead in the water. It wasn't working. Now you're throwing them a life jacket. Yeah. Is the moral of the story to just always take the money? Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Been that way I don't, for a minute. <laughs> I don't know if that's the. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it should be the moral of the story, but, but it, it clearly certainly is. is. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like they we we literally like I quoted Monahan earlier, but yeah, they spent months essentially saying that. Um, oh, these, you know, this billions of dollars from the Saudis is going to compromise the integrity of, of golf. And now you've got, um, uh, you've got Monaghan essentially saying, 
oh no, this is this, this is this is a good thing. Yeah, right. things change um, is what he said earlier uh, yesterday. Yeah. But so here's what's happening. According to the PGA release, uh, there'll be a board of directors. They'll oversee this new entity, that's the 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 eye on the pyramid, that will oversee all the business and all of the investments and everything that's going on. But the PIF will be the exclusive investor in the new entity. Mm -hmm. And they'll oh, be a premier corporate sponsor of the entity. And they'll have exclusive rights to invest in any enterprise that they see fit, including any capital investments. PGA itself will be like one of the pillars of this pyramid. Jeez. I don't think architecturally that works, but and they will still remain a 501c6 tax exempt organization, and yep. they'll oversee all the rights, the sanctioning, the administration, mm -hmm. uh, the competitions, the rules. So, on the board, you'll have Al Rumiyan, the governor of the PIF. You'll have Monahan, and then somebody else. So. It's, see, see, that's an interesting C-suite, especially when the one guy has all the money. One guy oh, has yeah. all the money, and then, like you said, Monahan sits at the top, so he has all the quote-unquote power. But at any point, they can just pull their funding and right. say we're going to break. Just say, nah, we're not buy, we're yeah. not spending our money yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, in that CNBC interview with it was Monahan and Yasir together being interviewed w when this news broke, and Monahan just seemed it seemed like a hostage video, which <laughs> like I an mean, ISIS video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he. It was weird that he was. It was a very it was a very the whole time very Saudi. Like, uh, the orange jumpsuit yeah. threw me off. He he could hear yeah. them sharpening the bone saws off camera, <laughs> yeah. so right. He knew what he needed to say, and yeah. and he also I love I love this like. Um, a tick what? of of this type of person when they speak. I love the uh, when you have to start your sentences with, "Well, listen, well, <laughs> listen," or yeah. "Well, look, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah." Come on, yeah, yeah. I, he said it's a he said it's a historical day, but no doubt about that. <laughs> I think yeah. it, the most telling part for me was when on the CNBC interview the they asked him something like what changed and monahan said uh thank you that's a really good question first off i'd like <laughs> to tell my friends and family that i'm fine i'm healthy and yeah they're treating me great yeah and then went on to answer the question also Allah akbar uh <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> And, but he did say, I, I, I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite. And yeah. they did. And they yeah. did. And they drug him, for sure. Well, uh, he is. But all he said, all that was said, there was no substance in it. But Because mm -mm. all he said Because they don't know. I accept the criticisms, but circumstances do change. Okay, what changed? Right. What changed? Whatever it was, this whole deal apparently only took seven weeks for mm -hmm. in-person meetings, one of which was a golf outing and a lunch. Yep. Uh, what changed? Like ha In that short amount of time, I, I have to think because they were in my theory, which I guess I'm not the only person, but the, this litigation that was happening between the two entities, and they were having to start providing information about their secret sauce, about what goes mm. on behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, the discovery phase. The discovery. Yeah. And once that started, those things started coming out, I think the PGA and 
the PIF said, we have some things that we don't want to share, and it would open us up to further litigation. So it's hmm. in our both of our best interests to just stop sharing our secrets and start working together. It's like well, some, it's like something out of Survivor. Well, and I read that the PIF was balking on the discovery because they, because of how the money is housed in Saudi Arabia, they're they they were claiming sovereignty because it's the. Uh, royal family's money or the the kingdom's money oh. and so they were claiming sovereignty that they, they weren't necessarily like a discrete entity from saudi arabia they were saudi yeah. arabia well yeah hmm. so this all came out at 10 o'clock on tuesday thank you again to the sports gods for allowing this to happen on our time not your time about time uh this i spoke er- to some folks i know in the kingdom to make sure this nice. happened but Along with that, we saw the CNBC interview. We got an announcement from the PGA. We got nothing from 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 Live. There was been there was no press release. Mm-mm. There was no announcement. Apparently, uh, there was no mention of Greg Norman, who's been running the. Yeah, what happens to Greg? Well, <laughs> he got his TBD bone saws. Bone saws. Yeah, could be. We don't know. He found out with everybody else, but there was. In the one or two thousand word statements that were released, nothing about Greg Norman, uh, no statement from P- from from Liv, doesn't talk about what's happening next, and all of the, Roddy, you mentioned this, all of the players, found out at the same time. Yeah, that's there insane. was no player meeting. There was no yeah. release. E- even oh, even yeah, when you're talking about like Rory and Tiger Woods, right? Tiger Woods, yes, the face of the whole sport. Yeah. Yeah. They None of them knew. So, yeah, it's only a matter of time before they buy the Jaguars. Well, That's here, uh, my one last question on this, then we can move on. How long until they buy the LPGA? Don't you think oh. the Saudis oh, would be well, interested the, uh, in I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say LPGA, they're not going to be allowed to, they're going to have to start wearing headscarves and everything. Right. So <laughs> they're going to buy um, it just to shut it No down. driving, no driving car. Get, they won't be able to drive the golf can't carts. Can't use golf carts. Walkable courses only. Yeah. Um, oh, so, spe- yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Speaking of the money uh, that all these players got who jumped ship and went to live, that was all guaranteed money. By the way, mm-hmm. not that it was even it would have even caused a dent in oh, right. the PIF, the investment fund. But so they got theirs. They got theirs. So Rochambeau and these dudes are double dipping now, for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. they have to win, but yeah. Yeah. Mickelson got two hundred million. Well, they didn't have to win and live. Nope. Yeah. Just had to show up. I heard uh, Levitard talk about Mick. He's. Uh, he thought Mickelson went to live so he could have more money to gamble with. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely why he did it. He was like a degenerate. He probably just got him. Oh, lefty. Took it all the first time. Yeah. Well, well, I also heard a, uh, there, there's a really good interview with, uh, Bobby Rochambeau or whatever his name is. Um, oh, that one, that one yeah. was uncomfortable. I did see that one. It's really funny because yeah. yeah, at the end, I think it was on CNN. At the at the very at the very end, you know, the host starts asking him about what about nine eleven mm-hmm. family? What about the concerns of these nine eleven families? What about uh, you know concerns about you know Mohammed bin Salman or what about uh, Jamal Khashoggi? And he's just like, well, 
look, you know, <laughs> I'm just a gol I'm just a dumb golfer. I'm not, a, I'm not a politician. I don't know all this, but you know, that was basically with 9-11, he's like, you know, that was 20 years ago and you know, you know, people change essentially is what he, yeah. the the way it came out. Like people change and, you know, now they're trying to, you know, they're trying to do better. They're trying to, they want to, they want to unite. They want to come together. That's good. This is good. Um, you know, people essentially like, you know, it's kind of like the Greg Norman thing. Like people make mistakes, but people change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what a it, trip. Yeah. And that's funny that he would say, "Oh, I'm just a golfer because when, I'm just a dumb golfer." When 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 Trump was running, he didn't have any problems talking about how he supported Trump for president and everything else. Right. But then he wanted to he wanted to dip his toe in politics when it was convenient for him. Mm-hmm. And that 125 million dollars he got for jumping ship apparently didn't make it any easier for him to lick boots, <laughs> which yeah. is surprising. Just walk. Yeah. Why? Do, uh, first of all, fire your agent. Because why are you on we, CNN? I mean, I think this is this is true for what Rowdy. What we're all saying is, I don't care about golf. No, nope. this just not in the like, least. Well, because it's not going to stop here. Right. That's the, this that's is the, the other beginning. Thing. I mean, I, yeah. I got to say, for me, I'm done watching golf. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they I've, lost. I've, they lost I've Rowdy. Watched, I've watched Boy my caught. last. Golf, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably won't even play anymore, honest, if I'm honest. But you're um, very good at it. I know. That's, yeah. That's what I, I know. Natural. Natural. And that's, one, and that's you know, that's money out of their pockets. Yeah. That's, Whose pockets? That's money. At, but, um, and I, I know I'm not alone. No more golf, but, uh, no more Target, and no more Bud Light for Rowdy. He's through. Yeah. Yep, and Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A. I forgot yeah. about Chick-fil-A, which yeah, when, you, got, Chick-fil-A when you have again. religious fundamentalists and tree huggers boycotting <laughs> the same business, boy, we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. What else mm. we got? We want to keep talking okay, about this? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, this, this headline just says, don't bet on the coats. Oh. The Colts. What are we doing? We got a Pete Rose in the Colt facility. What is what? going on here? Isaiah Rogers. Tell me more. Isaiah Rogers, senior cornerback for the Colts, was caught betting in the facility. Correct. In the facility. On the Colts. Uh-huh. Yep. One hundred. He had made over one hundred <laughs> bets, some of which hmm. were on the Colts. And s- most of them were small bets. However, there were a few that got into, I believe the quote was, the low four figures. Mm. So... Do we know what the right, bets were yet? We don't know what the bets okay. were yet. Uh, he was using an alias, which clearly works. Right. Because uh, <laughs> they, they don't have geo-tracking. I mean... Come on. No. Yeah. Why, nothing. How would they track I mean, if you your location? Open those th- <laughs> right. Right. Every time you open those things, they're like, are you are you located in Indiana? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, right now, the NFL investigation is ongoing. I would be shocked if he plays another game in the NFL. I mean, I, the number I do agree. The number of bets that were placed, and the number Ooh, of, and the fact the that team. he placed them on the Colts, yeah. And now the, he's not a, a superstar. Pe- there's been a cu- yeah, that's true too. Like they can, he was 
He played, I think, nine games, or he started nine games yeah. last year. They thought with uh, the trade that happened earlier that uh, he would be the starting quarter cornerback. But oh, when hmm. they got rid of uh, Gilmore, yeah. yeah, yeah. But right now the investigation is ongoing, uh, and we don't, so we don't know what's going to happen. Shane Steichen, the new head coach of the Colts, uh, was on. Was it? Was he on? Oh, he just said his press conference. He, they asked him uh, what they thought, what he thought, and, and he declined to make any comments about the investigation. So, dude, what are you doing? It's just. I mean, ever I, since ever I don't since it became legal, it. it it's become like they have all these meetings, all of these conversations. You saw two people get busted last year. Uh, Ridley had to sit out the entire year last year. Yeah, for a small bet on not even NFL. Right. Leave your car. Leave your phone in your car. Leave your phone in your car. Just don't bet. <laughs> I mean, if you have a problem, leave your yeah. phone in the car. Why do? You, why are you taking it in, and then? Why? Why are you opening the app? There's enough uh, right. gates. There's enough right. places to stop along that process. Like. You just can't help yourself right now. You got to put down. This is becoming a real problem because the NFL has sold its soul to the gambling industry. So yeah, this is this gonna. This won't be the last, but I do think I'm with you, Snoop. I think this is the the commissioner's gonna do the death penalty on this one and to try to to try to end this or quell it as best he can. I think you're right. I think. The, like you said, the amount of bets, betting on his own team, complete Pete Rose style, and mm-hmm. um, not being, uh, you know, uh, the face of the league or a, a top tier right. player, this this guy's gonna get gonna get the axe, I think. Yeah. Well. All, so, what was it? Was it in May or April that the Detroit Lions they got five? I yeah. think five Lions players. Yep. And that like wasn't was betting on NFL either, was it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most um, of this has been like college football, I believe, that they've been betting on. Well, and there's like there's levels to it. Like you can't make bets on at the facility and then you can't make bets on the NFL itself. Right. So if you bet on NFL games, you're suspended indefinitely so far is what we've seen. Mm-hmm. If you bet at the facility, but non NFL games, it's at least a six game suspension. Right. So he did both. <laughs> yeah. And a hundred times. Uh, and a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude. Probably after like the first twenty, he's just like Oh, they don't huh? know. They don't, they don't know. Care. Yeah. They don't know. It's fine. They got I'm nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you betting on a hundred times? Yeah. There's not even a hundred college football <laughs> games in a weekend. If that's what he's betting on, he got I don't know. every parlay going. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty-two uh, player parlay. Yeah, he bet five hundred dollars to win five hundred and two. If they all hit, he's like, I'm gonna bet on this game. Logs back in. You know what? I'm gonna bet on this other game. You know what? I'm gonna make that a parlay. <laughs> Just keeps going. Yeah, I think the Multiple betting on time. the betting on. Uh, his own team will be the biggest thing for the league. 
because here's now the you're part. messing with the integrity of the game, and that's the referee's job. You know, this this would have never happened under Frank Reich. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> this is, They'd have prayed it so away. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They, he'd have been in a meeting praying it away. So <laughs> this is the sea change you've been waiting for the, at, at, uh, in the Colts facility. They finally... Yeah. We got a now, little edge they got now, a little, huh? Yeah. They got a little edge. They got a little rowdy. You got a, yeah. Yeah. So now, now they're a bunch of pirates. Yeah. So I think... You can come on back now. Yeah. You can see oh, the writing on the wall. Never. <laughs> they're they're a rogue institution now. Yeah. I mean, it, it does give them a little more flavor, no doubt about it. But <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you remember <laughs> you remember when the Pacers were riding around shooting guns out the side oh, of the window? Dude, down, down, yeah. down, down. Punching fans? That's where it was at. Yeah. That's, that's when they were right. winning. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Is that causation correlation? I don't know. I mean, Let's, but you know, we've had you can't twenty deny. years. We've had almost twenty years to look at it, and it sure seems like it. Yeah, yeah. All right, what else we got? What else? Where uh, are we going next? J- uh, Jags new digs. Oh yeah, that's right. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars released yep. uh, renderings of what they're calling the Stadium of the Future. I believe is. Oh. Yeah, it is. It does uh, look like a spaceship. A a proposed stadium. So is it underwater? Is that? No, but you can oh. be if you come to t- watch the Jaguars in their new multi-billion-dollar renovation of TIAA Bank Field. It's just a big jacuzzi. It's it's basically a big jacuzzi. Yeah. There's there well there's jets and then there's the still water as well. But there right. it will be an open air stadium, sixty-two thousand seats, shaded canopy, as well as. Uh, a new main concourse that is four times wider, but don't worry. So they will keep their two pools that they currently have, uh, where you can watch the game. The entire cost of the project is somewhere around two billion dollars. <laughs> God, to renovate a stadium. Oh wait, this is a renovation. Reno- hmm Oh, I missed that part. No wonder they were talking yeah, they, about going to the college and expanding the state their stadium. Okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. But Yeah, right now what they're talking about is this is a renovation. There I guess if you're talking about 2 billion dollars at some point you have to I mean that's what isn't that what Nashville's spending on their new Titan on Titans new stadium? I think so. So it'd be cheaper might be cheaper to just build a new stadium. I don't know. Yeah, because they're saying now it, that options to play games during the renovation are University of Florida, Orlando's Camping World Stadium, or the 11,000-seat baseball stadium for AAA affiliate to the Marlins. Oh, that's going to work. Yeah. Why would you go to my... Oh, and, or University of North Florida. Which said it would cost oh. $125 million to add 20,000 seats to their existing facility. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I well, mean, it's pretty they dope. They could just take it's a year a off. Cool... Nobody would, I mean, it wouldn't be that big <laughs> yeah. of a deal. The Colts would appreciate it. If yeah, they, they did. sure would. <laughs> yeah. It's. Have, Rowdy, have you seen pictures of it? No. It's got. Somehow it's it has teal. rolling hills. Outside of it, it's very teal. Somehow it has rolling hills right outside of it. I think Jacksonville is a pretty flat place. Yeah. But you can imagine, like, if 
Um, do you remember Flight of the Navigator? Yeah. It's basically that. Not oh, yeah. Before oh, he goes yeah. The I mean, it basically, look, it looks like the bean. Yeah, yes. kind of. It's like they turned the bean mm-hmm. into yeah. a stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of, with a, with yeah, a couple put, pools. Mm-hmm. And put pools in it. Two pools. Yeah. I don't think I don't think two pools is enough. I don't either. I don't think there's enough pool? chlorine for me to get in that pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Duval. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show up. I'm show up to the stadium uh, with my own jug of bleach. Yeah. Get in that pool. Yeah. Let me just let me just pour. It. Let me just throw these tablets in, yeah. like wafers at communion. Yeah. Here we go. Just just that pool just starts there. fizzing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, good for the Jags, who are I just saw are minus one seventy to win the division. Now, one more thing about the stadium. I'm just kind of I'm looking at I was looking at the picture and I, didn't um, uh, homeboy make his money? I just blanked on his name. Sal Khan, Sal Khan. Didn't he make his money from bumpers? To- yeah, bumpers for Toyotas and something else, I believe. Do you think really? That, do yeah. you think that's why it's all chromed? Oh, oh, interesting. I, m- maybe you, that'd be hmm. cool. You think he's like, I want it to look like a bumper, like an old <laughs> bumper. Is he? He's Pakistani, right? Uh, I do not know. You know what? I don't. I don't see color when it when we're talking about NFL. You don't see nationality. Uh, NFL NFL owners, just because they're mostly white. Just they're because, all white. Yeah, except, except for Khan. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Uh-huh. That's why I don't see it. Yeah, because it's not there. <laughs> One of these is uh, not like the other. Yeah, uh, I think that's why it's got to be. Why it's got to look like that. So there's no number that could get you in that pool, huh, Reed? Nah, I'm good. Sands the chlorine. There's not a whole lot of numbers Rowdy. that can get me to Florida. <laughs> I, 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 I'd dive right in. Yeah. Well, especially now. Yeah. You'd get right in? Don't I you? feel like this is a great investment opportunity for the uh, the PIF. Jacksonville? Don't, Rowdy, don't you go to Jacksonville? Or no, you go to Tampa. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's a right? buccaneer. I've never, I don't, I've never been to Jacksonville. Me neither. Big city likes mm. Jacksonville, I hear. Oh, yeah. Big time. He goes Big time there. J- Jayville. He goes. Big time. He goes and guy. hangs out in Jayville. Yeah. Why don't the Saudis Pretty just buy state. Florida? That uh, that might happen actually. <laughs> Six hundred. Spe- uh, speaking of, while while we're in Florida, we better we better talk uh, messy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They got what's what's the story here? I've been seeing some rumblings about Messi in well, the, South Beach, but well, the United States is getting an old soccer player again, just like Beckham. Uh, he's not that old though. He's only thirty-five, which that's pretty old. Uh yeah. I mean, it's it's getting up there. He he had some. Um, Considering some soccer players are what like seventeen. The seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about those ones. Though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one. He ha- Lionel Messi, Lionel, I believe is how he print how he pronounces it. The Argentinian who just won the World Cup last year uh, has a, has won the Balloon d'Or seven times. That's a record, and is currently at PSG Paris Saint Germain. Will be joining Inter Miami, I think next year after the PSG season ends 
I don't know what day that is. But they announced it Wednesday. It's it's huge. They say the payday. They have it. So here's but here's what I read. Our colleagues reported that he is getting might get a percentage of the team. Uh, David, this is David Beckham's team. So mm. put a percentage of the team. But what I also heard is he might be getting a percentage of uh, Apple TV subscriptions because MLS season pass is on Apple. Oh, wow. So any new Apple TV subscriptions or any new Apple TV MLS subscriptions, he would get a percentage of ah. those as well. Wow. He, yeah. He, they were Michael talking Jordan about him deal. going to Saudi Arabia, which I think didn't uh, Ronaldo sign a $300 million contract with a Saudi team? That sounds right. I can't imagine that this $300 million <laughs> deal. No. I think this has got to be like some sort of long play. Oh, here it is. Here, it, this did come out. It is confirmed. Our colleagues at ESPN confirmed that a cut of the revenue from new subscriptions to Apple TV's MLS season pass will be part of the negotiations. So, and and Adidas is going to give them money, which is what they did when Beckham came over. Is Beckham, most of his contract was paid by Adidas. Or in eight months, Messi goes to Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, without a doubt, or, or in eight months, uh, Saudi Arabia buys MLS. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or MLS joins with like the Mexica, the Mexican League. Yeah, uh, or the uh, what will probably happen is the Saudis will start uh, competing soccer league and lure Messi over to. Yep, it there it is in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I but saw somebody all, tweeted that. Uh, this is great because Lionel Lionel Messi will finally fulfill his lifelong dream of uh, getting to uh, head to Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> and then F- Quick, the FC Queen Cincinnati City. FC Cincinnati uh, soccer team retweeted that and then uh, posted a photo of of Messi outside of a skyline chili <laughs> holding up a. <laughs> Cincinnati chili. I go to Cincinnati to see Messi. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why not? Oh, he's got to be getting a portion of the every ticket sold. Oh, yeah, his I mean, if he's there, getting ownership, right? I mean, percentages or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of interesting maybe, if MLS just ultimately became owned by world soccer superstars. Each team. Well, so when, when Beckham came over, he had a deal that he got a club at whatever the price was when he entered. And that's like... Which was, so it was a while sort ago. Of like, yeah. Yeah. So I think the last club... Because he went to like L.A. originally, right? Yeah. Three or four hundred million dollars was the latest round of of Dang, they're that money. much? Yeah. That's kind so of surprising. So they're giving him... If they're giving him a discount and they're going to expand again from to 30 and then to 32, maybe that's part of it too. <laughs> that would be awesome though if it was if it was just all former stars. Yeah, just, all just international team. huge stars that all each right. each own a team. Be wild. Yeah. Yeah. So it was between Barcelona, sorry, Barcelona 
Al Halal in Saudi Arabia and Inter Miami with David Beckham. And yeah, he picked Inter Miami, Cincinnati, Kansas City. Man, Saudi Arabia, Spain, or Florida? Not as easy (laughs) as you might think. Well, yeah. What's the difference? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think that I think I read too that the the tickets went up like four hundred percent since the announcement of him coming. So next year's tickets four hundred percent, unbelievable. Oh wow. What's the big play here? You think he's trying to do like the uh, like our colleague Pat McAfee taking less money but trying to like create a legacy? Yeah, well, you think I he's think won everything. I think the future is brighter. I mean, so? then Saudi Arabia, there, you know, I mean, it's just that's just going to be a paycheck. Um, maybe same with uh, Barcelona. I don't know how that system works exactly, but the United States is early enough in the soccer process and getting these names that I think you're right. I mean, if they can, if he can get a team or ownership or like this, the ceilings higher over here in terms of future earnings, I would imagine. Versus what he could get versus what he's getting in Saudi Arabia to play or whatever the Barcelona deal was. Yeah. And as an Argentine probably doesn't want to live in Spain. They got weird accents. (laughs) <laughs> but he, well, for him. Yeah. Uh, but he's, I mean, that's where he kind of made his, made his mark was in Barcelona. Maybe he's over it. Am I saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm trying to see if I can find what Saudi Arabia offered Ronaldo. I thought it was 300. It was a billion. Yes. Yeah. They've spent over a billion on three players. Yeah. So. Ugh, I don't know. Well, it doesn't it also didn't say how long the contract was. Right. I did not read how long the contract was. So. Pretty crazy. Wild. I think this is a hmm. boon for the league. I, I wonder oh, if other players so. will come, but earlier. I wonder if people will start to come earlier. Yeah. If the money's right. Yeah. But they can't offer money. They can only offer, like, investments and incentives. Well, but, yeah, it could be same-same, though, and for you know, as it plays out, or better. Right. But it's structured, like, you, instead of just being offered a salary, it's like, we will offer you a percentage of possible earnings or possible revenue from all of these things. If, you know, if you get hurt, if he gets hurt and he doesn't play for a year... And that's, you know, with a club structure in Europe, that doesn't change his his income. But here it would because it's hmm. all tied to so many different things, right? Like if, if he's injured, then people aren't going to buy the season pass and then that's going to affect or they're not going to buy tickets or they may not buy a jersey because they don't see him on the field. So that could affect it. It could. Too. But we'll see. How know. likely is it that he's going to get hurt playing a bunch against a bunch of junior hires? Junior high kids, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever see those videos? Do you get hurt playing in the yard like, with your kids? 
Uh, well, yes, <laughs> I but have. that's I that's, have. that's yeah, that's because I'm I'm six years older than <laughs> Messi is right now, and I'm not a professional you're not athlete. A, you're not an elite athlete, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think they asked me to play Uno and I sat up in my chair too fast and pulled something. Oh, man. Yeah. We're running out of time. What's next, Rowdy? Well, I think we, we, no, it's okay. We can go over a bit because I want to, Snoop, I want to hear you talk about uh, this next story, which, let uh, let me read uh, the headline here. Hey, A's, Vegas just isn't that into you. (laughs) Oh. So we're gonna go an extra what, what, hour. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? What's going on here? Lay it out, because you 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 were filling Reed and I in on this a little bit before we. Started I should have recorded that. And we could is, just patch it a, in. Oh man, it, this is a fascinating story. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it was. Uh, it was the beginning of May. I think it was for some reason I have May fifth, but that's just maybe because it was Cinco de Mayo. That the Oakland Athletics announced that they had a binding agreement to move to Las Vegas. That was at what they were calling the Wild West uh, Casino area. And it was 40 acres, and they were going to develop the whole thing. Well, that all fell apart in like two weeks. And they said, now we have a new binding agreement. They're going to move to this area, uh, which is, currently houses the Tropicana. So they're going to tear down the Tropicana, and, and they're going to make this new 30,000-seat retractable roof MLB stadium on a postage stamp on nine acres <laughs> on a postage stamp. Right. Exactly. On nine acres with no renderings with, with, uh, no details on what, uh, well up for a long time for how big the stadium was no idea how they were going to fund the stadium. Uh, part of the deal is that they would be leasing the land underneath the stadium from, uh, uh, real estate trust, mm-hmm. which that's a whole sham. Right, right. Get into that. Right. I, we don't. We don't have enough time to, right. to dissect. <laughs> Talk what about a scam property that taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, De- yeah. Defer, deferred, yeah. and tax, tax exempt. Yeah. Uh, because it's in a it's in a land trust. Um, so, finally, they they. Uh, say that they want $380 million from the state of Nevada. Well, this all went down, like I said, started in May. So they have to ask the state of Nevada for this money, go to the legislature and ask for this money. Well, because everything about the Oakland Athletics, and specifically their <laughs> stupid owner, John Fisher, yeah. uh, is about all about planning and proper execution. Uh, the Nevada legislature only meets every other year. Yeah, just time. So they're meeting in twenty twenty. Yes, yeah. So they're meeting in twenty twenty three. They won't be meeting in again until twenty twenty five, unless a special session is called. The special session, or uh, they will end. They ended their session on June second, which was last Friday. So the bill didn't reach the the committee until two weeks before the special session <laughs> or before the session was supposed to end. Plenty of time. So now, plenty of time <laughs> to dissect and understand the nuance of a $380 million ask right. from the state. While we're all dealing with the downturn in the economy, a, a slowing tourism business, uh, the income inequality that's happening. Planet's on fire. The planet's on fire. We have a housing, we don't have a housing shortage. We have uh people who are unwilling to house the unhoused. 
so all of this is happening. The bill, SB 509, Senate Bill 509. Oh, I should also mention the governor, uh, Lombardo, he's new. With When he was um, campaigning, he made a promise that there will be no special sessions because they're expensive and they're 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 hard to pull off and everything else. So he said, no special sessions of the legislation legislature. I'll never ask for a special session. The bill gets through the committee. Lots of questions, but hey, we're just going to push this thing through. Uh, in this time, Oakland also said we're going to stop all negotiations with the athletics at this point. We're not going to be used as a pawn in their game to get a better deal from Las Vegas. So uh, the beautiful Howard Terminals uh, plot where they had 25 acres that they were going to develop and they would have a, a park and uh, they would have uh, some market-raised housing along with some subsidized housing, all of these things, all of that's out the window. They go to this the set, the... In Nevada, it goes through the committee. It goes to the floor. June 2nd comes and goes. The bill (laughs) never gets a vote. Never gets a vote. This bill, by the way, is wildly unpopular in Nevada. 70%, apparently 70% of Nevada residents are against (laughs) SB 509. The legislature is run by the Democrats. And the Democrats have come out and said, and, and, the, and the unions have come out and said, in fact, the culinary union is the one that came out so strongly against the Wild West Casino shut it down. Uh, location. They shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> so now, after saying no special sessions, Lombardo asked for a special session, partly because there was some budgetary uh, legislation that had to get passed. And the Republicans were holding it up by one vote. So all of, you know, the, the political theater that was happening, they all had to come back on Monday and, and start up the session again for two days. But Lombardo asked in the special session to take up SB 509 again, which the legislature declined to do. <laughs> <laughs> So it, again, did not get a Savvy vote in the second move. session. Yeah. So he asked for another special oh session. Oh, my God. Which is now... So they he's on the take. La- yeah. So late Tuesday, uh, they announced... Well, it will be late Tuesday for us. They announced there will be a second special session where they will actually uh, debate and possibly vote on this SB 509. Now... The athletics went to uh, the session today, and they were asking for questioning. And I, I won't. I, there wasn't any specific moment. There was a well. There, I guess there was a couple, but they got absolutely raped. Like you're asking for three hundred eighty million dollars. You're asking for us to take out the like uh, the entertainment tax. Yeah. From this thirty thousand. uh, seat stadium for 81 days out of the year and any other events that happen but like the sand they kept saying the sand dollar which apparently is a small club the sand dollar club has to pay this so there's all this this inequity in the way that the taxes are are uh are being uh, uh charged and all that they could say is 
how much money they were going to bring in. They were going to bring in a billion dollars, inject it into the economy, which is a pretty bold thing to say to the face of the legislature and the the representative from Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> to say... Because if you look at somebody, at the like the representative from Las Vegas and say, we're going to bring a billion dollars. And all, all they would have to do is like raise their hands and go, I know, the, I know they're in Carson City, but look around. Like, why do we need your billion dollars? Look at all of yeah. the money we're just raking in. <laughs> your little events, your 81 days out of the year is nothing. Like, 80... We get we have more money from Carrot Top yeah. than what for you the can, worst team in baseball for right? the worst what could historically be the worst team ever yeah they're bad oh, wow. dude yeah they're really bad now not only that but we've got all this pro- these problems they've got I think it was twenty five acres is the total amount of space that they have uh, for some reason that sticks in my head and I know that's what they had at Howard Terminal too. But they've got this acreage at Tropicana Field. They said nine acres of it is going to be for the for the uh, new home of the Las Vegas Athletics. It will be the smallest stadium in all of MLB by 5,000 seats. It will be the smallest stadium by area in all of MLB by about two acres, at least an acre and a half. And it will be, if, if it's a retractable roof, it will be the least amount of area that a retractable roof has stadium has ever been built on every other retractable roof stadium in MLB is at least 11 acres so somehow they're going to miraculously build this thing by 2027 in Las Vegas which is has one of the strongest union presence right. of any city right. in the US <laughs> At $1.5 billion, where every other retractable roof stadium has cost at least $2 billion. Hmm. And none of this makes any sense whatsoever. You know what? We, and they've burned, ev- they've burned every bridge. They, well, they, they're all in sure. on Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would be hilarious is if they end up moving to Vegas, but they play in the Raiders stadium, and so they're back in a half football, half baseball stadium. <laughs> With oh, with man. the Davis family, yeah. with the yeah. Davis family, yeah, just put them back together, man. <laughs> well, right now, so the the lease for the Coliseum is out in twenty twenty three. So they or is it twenty twenty three? It doesn't matter. It's out at least in the in next year or the year after. So they have if the lease is up and they already said we're moving to Vegas, they have to find a place to play. They could end up in the Legion. Oh, that would be hilarious. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Swing those bleachers out. You got uh, 30 yards of dirt on the football field. <laughs> like, oh, right. man. Yeah, you got the line. <laughs> yeah. So right now their plan is they said they would probably play where the Las Vegas Aviators play. They're a triple-A team. Is that formerly the 51s? seat stadium. What's oh, that? Did they, they used to be okay, the 51s. Okay, I've seen that stadium. Now, the Aviators are the triple A team for the A's. <laughs> the Aviators don't play day games. Yeah. Because it's so hot. <laughs> the A's said we will miss not disrupt the Aviators schedule. How are you going to play a game? <laughs> one o'clock first in pitch. In a nine thousand <laughs> a, a one o'clock first pitch 
Major League Baseball game so you don't disrupt the Aviator's 7 o'clock game. In July. In 110 degree heat yeah. uh, while the earth is on fire. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. John Fisher is a terrible person. Oh, dude. And he's running that team, which has a strong history, a rich history. They moved in 1968 yeah. to Oakland. Yeah, 68, yeah. they've been there. Yeah. And within two years, they won they won three World Series. Yeah. 70, 71, and 72. And we're the first Jackson, team to Ricky accept uh, sabermetrics. Vita Blue. Raleigh uh, Fingers, I think, was on those teams for yeah. for some time. Dave Stewart. Yeah. Dave Stewart has his uh, has his number retired. Dave Stewart is on uh, NBC Bay Area Sports. Dave Stewart is also trying to get an expansion team in Nashville. Interesting. It could be. I'm not saying, yeah. but the Nashville A's. Maybe he comes in. Maybe he got, he wants to name them the stars. Oh, you're gonna change the name? the name. You can't change the name. There's no way they'll even change the name. But that's what the Nashville Stars is what they've been saying for an expansion so, team. But yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. But Dave Stewart might. I. It would be interesting if he could get Manfred and the MLB and John Fisher to sell him the team and move it to Nashville, or maybe he'd keep it in Oakland. I don't know how you could though at this point. When's the last but it's such team? A mess. It's su- now. Would you? Sorry, When's go ahead. the last time a major sports team has just gone out of business? Well, the Expos, I guess Montreal Expos, kind of technically went out of business because they got the MLB purchased them and then moved them to Washington. Yeah, I forgot the MLB bought them. Yeah. I mean, so what were you gonna ask, Ryan? No, well, I was just gonna say. I mean, do you feel like this very carefully and well executed, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh-huh. precision? Yeah. Nothing was rushed. Business here. plan. Would you say this is in line with an owner who uh, owns a stadium with possums living in the walls <laughs> yeah. and a herd of feral cats and uh, sewage backups? Um, yeah, that feels right. Yeah, does that feel it's right? Just... The fail, the fail son of the uh, uh, the owner of Gap, who um, oh, is that where uh, he got it? Oh, money? his Gap yeah. money. His dad, his, his parents, his yeah, his parents, his parents uh, uh, founded Gap. Oh. Okay, so, I was trying to figure that. Yeah, out. so he he is he's the fail son yeah, for sure. Uh, and and because his uh, his other brothers went into the family business. Uh, there's not much known like he does not really give interviews no um, he has talked zero uh, yeah because because he's a fail son what's <laughs> right. he gonna say so in his in his wikipedia bio it says after graduate school um which he went to princeton and then got his mba at stanford of course um after graduate school he took a job for a real estate company that did business with his parents company the gap the business was not successful, and he became president of Pisces Inc., the Fisher family's investment management company. Wow. So yeah, so he failed. The biz, the business he went, who you know, his parents, I'm sure, set up this deal so he could work with this real estate company, drove that into the ground, and then they were like, okay, now you're president of this investment management company, and then he purchased several hotels, and then. Uh, and then ended up 
investing in uh, the Oakland Athletics and and became majority owner in 2005. Yeah. So. But yeah, but it, it, this guy is just like no, he he is he is a classic fail son, and we're we're watching this all unfold. Like what is I? And he also apparently he this is this is like the sixth time I think he's he's attempted to um, like they they should just he, he should what what he should do is add a wing to an art gallery and just put up um, renderings of all the, the stadiums that he's never oh my gosh, been able to get yes. built. Well, some of this, like, I'm not going to, well, I am going to blame Fisher for all this, but some of this is the MLB's fault. What When Oakland, was Oakland already there? When San Francisco and Oakland, when San Francisco came, the way that the media rights were broken up is Oakland kind of took the East Bay and they let San Francisco have all the way down the peninsula and then mm-hmm. down through San Jose. So when Oakland tried to move uh, down to San Jose and Santa Clara, like that area, they couldn't because the Giants actually blocked them. But the Giants were about to go out of business. So the A's were trying to be nice and say, we'll give you this area. And call it your like you can't oh, you can't put in an expansion team here, and so that's been a block it blocker for a long time. That Oakland Oakland is kind of landlocked in where mm. they're actually allowed to move because of these these media rights and these like territory rights that the Giants own. Huh. So that's been a whole thing too. But yeah, this is the. I mean, there's been four four stadiums. Howard Terminal's gorgeous. I wish that they would build that thing. You come up, you you like walk up, according to the rendering. But you'd basically walk on the, uh, like ground level, and then you would come, you would go down in. It would be like sunk in, to the oh, ground. Oh, that's cool. It's like Detroit. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. All of Detroit should be underground. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bury the whole thing. Wow. That's great. <laughs> oh man yeah i don't know what the half-life of detroit is but it's gonna be long it's long yeah i have a feeling it's long <laughs> yeah anyway keep an eye on this i'll keep you updated i think we have the whole story at this point i think i left i didn't i kind of did that from memory so i don't think i left anything out but corporate meltdowns this episode oh, just a, just a it, it's it's just a master class in in how to how to run a sports team and you know manage a, a multi-million dollar business yeah just just perfectly orchestrated <laughs> oh without a doubt yeah to a t and 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 I know the guys were like billions of dollars but they've had to spend millions millions and millions of dollars they've been in Las Vegas forever with lobbyists paying uh-huh. lobbyists well, yeah, the lawyers. Uh, yeah, how do you not I mean, know how Vegas works yeah. at this point? What are your right. lawyers on the ground doing that they don't understand the state <laughs> legislature? I mean, right. what? Every, yeah, which would be the best part. Like, I hope that this doesn't, I just hope it doesn't go through because then they won't meet till 2025, which means even <laughs> if you want the funding, first off, you'd have to pay for the yourself, but if you wanted the funding, the earliest it could be voted on would be after the lease for the Coliseum is up. For sure. Yeah. Without a yeah. doubt. 
So it's after That's 2024. Beautiful. So they would have no home. And Fisher would just be like, why did I run this team into the ground if I couldn't f- fleece <laughs> public money off of somebody? Right. What was it all for? Right. Uh, what, what, what was it all for? And I went, and it's like, oh, the other thing that's happening is there's Did you river. see the possum? I didn't see the possum. Oh, man. Did you there see the feral river? cats? I, I did see the feral cats. Did you cat. see any other people? I did see feral cats. <laughs> I saw a few. I saw one security guard. I took nothing out of my pockets when I walked yeah. in. They were like, we're just happy you're here. Yeah. You're, you're, putting, you're actually putting no one in danger. Mm-hmm. There's no one here to put in danger, so you're fine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange place for sure. But there's a reverse boycott on the same day that I think this special session for SB 509 in Nevada is going up. So... It's all kind of coalescing around this one day. Do you think this, with the reaction of the people in Nevada, do you think this is people get more hip to the game on what a fleecing the public takes on these stadium deals? I mean, we've talked about this forever. But I think it's becoming, Mm -hmm. like, because every time I read about a stadium now, it always includes public amount like the amount of public money that will be required or whatever. And I don't feel like it used to do that. I think maybe more people are getting hip to the game that, you know, you're getting smoked here in terms of the tax revenue these that's being given to these corporations. I think so. I think people are starting to understand more about the way that the game is yeah. working and it, who actually has control over the property. Because a lot of times they get these bonds and then the city or the county never owns the stadium. Right, right. Well, did you see the thing just, this this week that uh, Minnesota, in Minnesota, like they paid off the US stadium, Bank. they paid off their bonds like way early or whatever. Like yep. it's, it's they, basically paid off in essence. $68 million yeah. of... Of, uh, like 20 years quicker tax. than the term or yeah. something, too. It was like, oh, I don't know if it was 20, but it was a long, like very quickly relative to the term, I think. Right. Yeah, and I think I think people, more people are getting getting hip to this and going, I hope so. why are you passing? Why are you guys getting free, uh, a free lease or... Yeah, abatements uh, or deferred, whatever, yeah. Deferred property taxes. So then... Because of all the taxes you're going to collect off of me, the user of the right. stadium. So it's just more high profile because mm. that stuff happens all the time, especially in a town. But it's Fun not times. baseball teams. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm looking at the renderings of the stadium right now, and I I could continue on with this. I, this is like one of my <laughs> my pet project uh, things I'm doing right now is just watching. This thing implodes. So you're, you're here to take down John Fisher, and I'm here to take down yeah. Crown Prince MBS. I, I gotta find yeah. me. And I, gotta and find I think me a I think we're gonna do it. Yeah, the the rendering itself shows this beautiful view of the Las Vegas uh, Strip. I won't even call it the skyline, including the MGM Grand. Oh the, yeah, <laughs> the way that the stadium is facing. I think it's actually the wrong way. Also, I think that the somebody that there's a rule that. The batter's eye has to face north. I don't know if that's true. But they show this skyline. What they don't show is where the corner, 
where the stadium is supposed to be built on this plot, they're planning on rebuilding a resort, the Tropicana Resort, around the stadium, which will block all of the views to the the skyline, the strip. <laughs> it will just all you will see is four thousand hotel rooms, <laughs> and that won't cast any weird shadows, I'm sure. Oh, no, it'll be, well, what shadows? They're all going to have to play night games, otherwise die of heat stroke. There won't be any shadows. Just be people in those hotel rooms flickering their lights against the opposing team. This is going to cause all yeah. kinds of problems. And when the, watching the game the for roof, free. Right, when the roof closes, it'll just look like the Fremont Street experience. Yeah. It'll, like, have a laser yeah, show the right whole time. Them. Oh, my gosh. I love it. What else? Are we done? Yeah. Are we, I are think we, we should probably done. be done. But yeah, that was beautiful. Thanks for letting me rant on this. Thing. Yeah, I love it. You guys, I love it. I, I, I'm jealous. I need a vendetta. You guys both have one. I got to find That's something. what I'm saying. You got to <laughs> yeah. pick, pick a billionaire, yeah. buddy. <laughs> there's, there's plenty or, to choose or from. Or in Rowdy's case, a trillionaire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Quite possibly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Pick, pick one. Go for it. You can have Howard Schultz. I'm sure he's up to <laughs> didn't he sell the Didn't he sell the Sonics? He, he yes. was involved in that deal. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman, Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this weekend. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there's a tournament that took place uh, in Poland this year called the M90 World Championship. A 92-year-old gentleman by the name of Hiru Tanaka ran the 200-meter, set the record for the 200-meter over 90 at 38.79 seconds. There is video. He smokes the rest of the field. I mean, it looks like a race of 90-year-olds, but this dude just blows by everybody. But so they weren't, but okay, he runs so like a 60-year-old. Yeah, but he still ran a 40-second 200-meter. But, I mean, he yeah. is because the dudes. Because he's uh, the Japanese age more gracefully than, like, any, oh, yeah, other, the, the any other nationality. People from so. Okinawa are the like, longest-living people mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hiru Tanaka. Awesome. It's I saw I, I think I caught it on Instagram. Just Google it. You'll find it. But I guess he's won a bunch of races over his career as an older guy. But in the plus nine, 90 plus category, there's one dude that's just shuffling. He's just shuffling but down the this, track. <laughs> what if what if we did that? What if if we live to be that old? Like, what if we just all of a sudden became dominant like, athletes like, at 92? Yeah, just dominant <laughs> athletes in our 90s. Like I couldn't. It, well, it's like when I was in when I was in middle school and the wrestling coach tried to tried to recruit me it, because because he's like, well, you'll be like most of the schools we're going to be competing against are not going to have someone as in small your weight as you. class. Right. Yeah in your weight class. So we'll just, that'll be a forfeit. So that'll yeah. be great. And he and essentially sold it to me as like, you won't even, you'll barely have to ever even wrestle, <laughs> but I would still have to go to the practices. Yeah. So that's what, oh, and yeah. when I went and smelled the smell, of the wrestling room and saw what they were wearing and saw the ringworm <laughs> and everything. And show like, me your ringworm, uh, coach. Uh, I'm going to have to pass. Where do you guys time. keep the ringworm? But it could be like, it could be like that. Yeah. What I, think I might have like, another shot at my athletic career. When you're might. talking about uh, 
uh, these sports, isn't it just like it's in some respects it's a sport of attrition. It's a it's it's yeah. a war of attrition. Like there's not many people you're competing against, and every year, that uh-huh. the, the body of competitors gets smaller and right. smaller. Yeah. But also in in. Uh, Tanaka's case, I'm pretty sure he was a runner most of his life. There's uh, other videos. Dude, 40 seconds. That's, yeah. I mean, it's not fast. 38, 7, 9, 92 years old. It's, it's no joke. No, it was awesome. He's out there smoking, dude. Oh, dudes. I mean, just pulled away. It was like secretariat. He's gone. It's over. I bet that dude, I bet he pulls. I bet he pulls. For sure. 92? Yeah. <laughs> He's a real lady. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're catching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? <laughs>